Howdy, and welcome back to Bible by Justin. If you hear the cars in the background, I apologize. It's uh, not a very insulated trailer I live in, apparently. Uh, we're picking back up on chapter 48 in Genesis, so we'll just get right in and begin. Chapter 48. And after these things it happened, one said to Joseph, Behold, your father is sick. And he took his two sons with him, Manasseh and Ephraim. And one spoke to Jacob and said, Behold, your son Joseph has come to you. And Israel took strength and sat on the bed. And Jacob said, Oh, <laughs> well, my book does it twice. I've got, that's what I was talking about in this book. I've got a, a three here. It says, And Jacob said, then you go to the next page and it says three. And, and Jacob said to Joseph. So, that's what, yeah, it's one of those spots. God, Alma uh, God Almighty appeared to me in Luz, in the land of Canaan, and blessed me, and said to me, Behold, I will make you fruitful, and will multiply you, and will make you a multitude of peoples, and I will give this land to your seed after you as a continual possession. And now your two sons, those born to you in the land of Egypt before my coming to you in Egypt, are mine, Ephraim and Manasseh. Like Reuben and Simeon, even they shall be mine. And your offspring, which you father after them, they shall be yours. According to the name of their brothers, they shall be called in their inheritance. And I, when I come from Padan, Rachel died on me in the land of Canaan, in the way, with only a little way to come to Ephrath. And I buried her there in the way of the Ephrath, it being Bethlehem. And Israel saw the sons of Joseph, and he said, Who are these? And Joseph said to his father, They are my sons, whom God has given to me here. And he said, Now bring them to me, and I will bless them. And the eyes of Israel were heavy from age, he not being able to see. And he brought them near to him, and he kissed them and embraced them. And Israel said to Joseph, I did not think to see your face. And behold, God also causes me to see your seed. And Joseph brought them out from, from his knees, and he bowed his face to the earth. And Joseph took both of them, Ephraim in his right hand to the left of Israel, and Manasseh in his left hand to the right of Israel. And he brought them to him. And Israel sent forth his right hand and put it on the head of Ephraim, and he was the younger. And he put his left hand on the head of Manasseh, crossing his hands, for Manasseh was the firstborn. And he blessed Joseph and said, the God before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac walked, the God who has fed me since I was born until today, the angel that redeemed me from every evil, may he bless the youths, and may my name be called on them, and the name of my fathers, Abraham and Isaac, and may they like the fishes increase into multitude in the midst of the earth. And Joseph saw that his father was putting his right hand on the head of Ephraim, and it was evil in his eyes. And it was evil in his eyes. And he took hold of his father's hand to turn it from Ephraim's head to the head of Manasseh. And Joseph said to his father, Not so, my father, for this one is the firstborn. Put your right hand on his head. And his father refused and said, I know, my son, I know. He also shall be a people, and he shall become great. But his younger brother shall become greater than he. And his seed shall become the fullness of the nations. 
And he blessed them in that day, saying, In you shall Israel bless, saying, May God make you Ephraim and like Manasseh. And Israel said to Joseph, See, I am dying, and God will be with you, and will return you to the land of your fathers. And I will give to you one spur of land beyond your brothers, which I took from the hand of the Amorite with my sword and with my bow. Huh. Okay. That's just going to need to process for a while. Chapter 29. And Jacob called his sons and said, Gather yourselves, and I will tell you what, what will happen to you in the days to come. Gather yourselves in here, sons of Jacob. Yea, listen to your father Israel. Reuben, you are my first fruit, my vigor, the beginning of my power, the highest in dignity and the highest in might. Like boiling water you shall not excel, because you went up to your father's bed. Then you defiled it. He went up to my couch. I don't even understand that. I'll process that later, too. Uh, Simeon and Levi, brothers, their weapons are instruments of violence. Let not my soul come into their counsel. Let not my spirit be joined to their company. For in their anger they killed a man, and in self-will they hamstrung a bull. Cursed be their anger, for it was fierce, and their wrath, for it was cruel. I will divide them in Jacob, and I will scatter them in Israel. Oh, what punishment happening here, huh? Judah, may your brothers praise you. Your hand be on the neck of your enemies. May the sons of your father now themselves to you, bow themselves to you, sorry. That word, I lose myself. Bow themselves to you. Judah is a lion's whelp. My son, you have risen up from the prey. He stoops. He crouches like a lion and like a lioness. Who can rouse him? The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor the lawmaker from between his feet, until Shiloh come and the obedience of the peoples to him, binding his foal to the vine and his asses colt to the choice vine. He washes his clothing in wine and is covering in... Why would you want to wash your clothes in wine? It's just opulence? They're just expressing opulence. Covering in bloods of grapes. The bloods of grapes. His eyes shall be dark from the wine and his teeth white from milk. I don't even understand this. He's making me drunk. Possessed with the wine. But appealing still. I, that's just the weirdest thing. Zebulun shall live at the, at the seashore, and he shall be a heaven of ships, and shall be a haven of ships, even his brother beside Sidon. Issachar is a strong ass, crouching between the sheepfolds, and he saw a resting place, <clears throat> that it was good, and that the land was pleasant, and he bowed his shoulder to bear, and became a tribute slave. <clears throat> the next one, Dan, he's just got such a normal name. Dan shall judge his people, as one of the tribes of Israel. Let Dan be a serpent on the way, a horned snake on the path that bites the horse's heels, and its riders fall backward. I have waited for your salvation, O Jehovah. Gad, a marauding band, shall press upon him, and he shall press on their heel. Out of Asher his bread shall be fat, and he shall give a king's delicacies. Naphtali is a deer let loose, giving one beautiful saying, sayings. Joseph is a fruitful son, a fruitful son by a spring, his branches run over a wall. And the masters of arrows harass him, and shoot, and lie in ambush for him. His bow abides in strength, and the hands of his arms are made agile by the hands of the mighty one of Jacob, from the shepherd, the rock of Israel. 
From the God of your Father may he help you. And may the Almighty bless you with blessings of heaven from above, blessings of the deep that lies beneath, blessings of the breasts and womb. The blessings of your Father are above the blessings of my offspring. To the limit of everlasting hills may they be for the head of Joseph and for the crown of the leader of his brothers. Benjamin is a wolf that tears. In the morning he devours the prey, and at evening he divides the spoil. All these were tribes of Israel, two and ten. And this is what their father spoke to them. And he blessed them, each, each one with what was according to his blessing. And he blessed them. And he commanded them and said to them, I am about to be gathered to my people. Bury me beside my fathers at the cave which is in the field of Ephron, the Hittite, in the cave which is in the field of Machpelah, which is before Mamre, in the land of Canaan, the field which Abraham brought, bought from Ephron, the Hittite, for a burying place. They buried Abraham and his wife Sarah there, and they buried Isaac and his wife Rebekah, and I buried Leah there. The purchases of the field, now the purchase of the field, and the cave in it, from the sons of Heth. And Jacob finished commanding his sons, and he gathered his feet into the bed, and he expired. And he was gathered to his people. Chapter 50 And Joseph fell on the face of his father, and wept on him, and kissed him. And Joseph commanded his servants, the physicians, to embalm his father. And the physicians embalmed Israel. And forty days went by, for so, for so are fulfilled the days of those embalmed. And Egypt wept for him seventy days. And the days of his weeping passed by, and Joseph spoke to the house of Pro, the Pharaoh of Pharaoh. Joseph spoke to the house of Pharaoh, saying, Now I have found favor in your eyes. Please speak in the ears of Pharaoh, saying, my father made me swear, saying, Lo, I am dying. You shall bury me there in the grave which I have dug for myself in the land of Canaan. And now please let me go up and bury my father in return. And Pharaoh said, Go up and bury your father, as he made you swear. And Joseph went up to bury his father, and all the servants of Pharaoh went up with him, the elders of the house, even the elders of the land of Egypt, and all the house of Joseph and his brothers, and the house of his father. Only they left their little ones and their flocks and their herds in the land of Goshen. And both horsemen and chariots went up with him, and the company was very great. And they came as far as the thrashing or the threshing floor of thorns, which is on the other side of the Jordan. And they mourned there with a great and very heavy mourning. And he made a lamination for his father seven days. And the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites, saw the lamination in the threshing in the threshing floor of thorns. And they said, This is a very great lamination to Egypt. For this reason its name was called Abel Mizraim, which is on the other side of the Jordan. And his son did to him as he had commanded them. And his sons carried him to the land of Canaan, and buried him in the cave of the field of Machpelah, which Abraham bought, the field for burying place, the field for burying place, from Ephron the Hittite before Mamre. And after he buried his father, Joseph returned to Egypt, and he and his brothers and all those going up with him to bury his father. And Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, and they said, What if Joseph should bear, should bear a grudge against us and should surely repay us all the evil which we did to him? And they sent a message to Joseph, saying, Your father commanded before his death, saying, So you shall say to Joseph, Please pardon now the revolt of your brothers and their sin, for they did evil to you. And now please pardon the revolt of the servants of the God of your father. And Joseph wept when they spoke to him. And his brothers also went and fell down before his face. And they said, Behold, 
We are your servants. And Joseph said to them, Do not fear, for I, for am I in place in place of God? Okay, for am I in place of God? And you, you intended evil against me, but God meant it for good, in order to make it as it is this day, to keep a great many people alive. And now, and now, do not fear. I'm sorry, I realized that, like my dialect or accents, making some of this probably sound a little funnier than it should. These sentences aren't exactly flowing together. I, I apologize. And you, you intended evil against me, but God meant it for good, in order to make it as it is this day, to keep a great many people alive. And now do not fear. I will nourish you and your little ones. And he comforted them, and he spoke to their hearts. And Joseph lived in Egypt, he in the house of his father. And Joseph lived a hundred and ten years. And Joseph saw the sons of Ephraim to the third generation. Also the sons of Mashur, the son of Manasseh, were on Joseph's knees. And Joseph said to his brothers, I am dying, and God will surely visit you. And bring you up from this land to the land which he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. And Joseph made the sons of Israel swear, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall bring up my bones from there, from here. Okay. And Joseph died, a son a hundred and ten years, and they involved him, and they put him and put him in a coffin in Egypt. That's just the last thing, okay. And Joseph died, a son of 110 years, and they embalmed him and put him in a coffin in Egypt. And that's the end of Genesis. I wasn't expecting that to just end there. But, um, yeah, it says Exodus, chapter 1. So I actually made it through Genesis. Well, in a quick review, I didn't... I did not learn everything I thought I was hoping to learn. I'm... I'm expecting the stories going forward to kind of use a lot of these names and people. Uh, and I'll be able to come back to Genesis to reference who and where they were. Cause I was, I was thinking I should make like a, um, some type of board that, you know, had like a family tree or spread these people out. But I, I'm guessing, uh, that, that this slowly starts to come together. I'm hoping this comes together, uh, further on in the Bible as you start to read stories about certain people. And then you can kind of refer back to where they were, came from or who their fathers or they'll maybe probably mention it. They don't have a lack of that going on here. They seem to mention everybody. So, uh, wow. That was Genesis. All right. So, I will uh, be starting Exodus in the next day or two or before the end of the week, hopefully. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Thank you for listening to Genesis with me. Go with God and have a great day.